Hi, and welcome to episode nine of the Dinner Sisters podcast. We're two sisters taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. I'm Kate Schultz, living and working in Rhode Island. I'm a passionate cook and recipe collector, always thinking about my next meal. And I'm Betsy Wallace, living, working, and raising a family in Atlanta, Georgia. I love dinner time, but can always use help planning and cooking for my family of five. Yeah, so our goal with this podcast, we want to cook a little better, learn a little bit about food, and most importantly, figure out what the heck to have for dinner. Mm-hmm. Ugh. So here's how this works. Like every week, we have three recipes that we cooked and reviewed from popular food blogs, internet chefs, and other sources on the World Wide Web. We'll have all these recipes, tips, the smorgasbord, and the shopping list on our website, www.dinnersisters.com. You can also get them sent directly to your inbox by subscribing to our newsletter if you'd like to preview the recipes before listening. Yeah, so this week's recipes were cacio e pepe, which is like a fancy macaroni and cheese, <laughs> salmon teriyaki bowls, and what was that last one? Sweet potato tacos. Sweet potato tacos. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so first up, Kate, what do we have? Yeah, so I wanted to make um, some weeknight staples. So the mm-hmm. first one is like the stovetop mac and cheese. And then, you know, salmon. Everyone makes salmon. Tacos. Mm-hmm. Taco Tuesday. Um, and wanted to make it a little more than just the humdrum. Um, not to pat myself on the back. I feel like I succeeded. Mm-hmm. I did like all of these. And it was a successful week in the kitchen. It was fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool all right. So. You. Gold star for me. Um, so, Kakio e Pepe macaroni and cheese, um, I got from a cozy kitchen. Uh, she, I could kind of describe her as a lifestyle blog out of LA. Uh, she's got an emphasis on food. She doesn't post a ton of recipes, but I've liked the one she does. Uh, this recipe is her take on a stovetop macaroni and cheese. So, there's no baking. You just boil the mm-hmm. noodles, and while that's going, make the bechamel or cheese, you know, cheese sauce. Um, and her twist in, on this is making it a bit like um cacio e pepe the classic pasta dish which is just pasta um parmesan cheese and a bunch of coarse ground pepper um so there you go but this time it's in macaroni and cheese style uh i you know so the recipe has you toasting the peppercorns before you Mm -hmm. um you know grind them and put them in the in the uh in the macaroni and cheese you know i even i was like oh jeez toasting the peppercorns i did it because I had whole peppercorns. Oh, I man. think yeah. it's still kind of like, I don't know. If you're trying Who to get dinner Who is doing table, that? I mean, no. I am. Like, I am. Yes, I like, know you are. But I was like, uh, absolutely not cozy kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> toasting, toasting these peppercorns. Yeah, that seemed a little crazy. I mean, I did it just to like see what would happen. Really? Right. I was like, mm. yeah. Uh, okay. You know, yeah. just coarse grind some pepper. Like, for, I, I would just beg of you, like, get some real peppercorns in a peppercorn grinder, even if it's mm-hmm. the, like, McCormick grind your own from the pep, the spice aisle. Yeah. Do you know I mean? Like, the, yeah. the, the make, the buy your own pepper mill. Um, I do know what you mean. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I thought the pepper kind of popped a little bit, but it could have been in my, like, a placebo effect in my head. Um, yeah, because you were like, I just toasted all those peppercorns. They better <laughs> pop. <laughs> right. Probably. 
Oh my goodness. Anyway, um, I did need to use a bit of the pasta water to loosen the sauce. I just kept adding it until it was smooth and creamy rather than kind of goopy and and stringy. Mm -hmm. And that worked out really well. Um, Yeah. So anyway, enough with my peppercorns. Did this recipe work for you, Betsy? So it worked. It was totally fine. I thought it was way too fussy for weeknight pasta. And I know. And I think it's like... I think it's fine if you're thinking, I want to make myself like a fancy comfort food or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I know you and I were talking about this, like the Cacio e Pepe is having like a little Instagram moment also. It's so if you were thinking, it's having a moment. So if you were like, I want to make this and then Instagram it, maybe <laughs> this is your recipe. However, if you have kids who are four, six and eight... <laughs> They will not differentiate between this recipe and elbow macaroni with butter and a handful of shredded cheddar from the bag <laughs> tossed on it. Oh so, so, so I was making, I mean, it's like fine. You know, I mean, it's, it's good. Oh it's, it's, it's better definitely to an adult. But like on a weeknight when I'm making this for dinner for my family, I'm thinking if I am making ch- pasta and cheese, Right. This is not worth it. Like, this is not worth it to me. All right. Yeah. I mean, I did have a similar experience with your children. I remember very distinctly watching uh, Grant and being like, do you want mac and cheese? And he was like, yeah, I totally do. And so I made him like this homemade bechamel sauce and made it. And he like looked at it and was like, where's the cheese? And I remember you what are you "Mm -hmm." doing? (laughs) This is not how I do mac and cheese. Yeah. I was like, mac and cheese is elbow macaroni. And then you can choose if you want taco shredded cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Or like whatever else is also in the cheese drawer. Shreds Um, rummaging around. Oh, my God. All right. I mean, and like, I feel like if I am going, so this is my other thing with this recipe, which is a totally fine recipe. I think it's it's probably, I mean, it was good. It was good to me. It's a personal issue for you. Yeah, it's a personal issue for me because I feel like if I'm cooking, I want to be getting into my kids' vegetables and protein and things like that. So, but if I'm having one of those nights where I'm just, I don't even care, just have some pasta and be done with it. Yes. Then to me, that's pasta and cheese night and maybe some frozen broccoli from the bag. So, nutrition health wise equivalent. I cannot justify spending the cooking time. Okay. That's my deal. That's my deal on this. So okay, okay. because of that, I give it a two what out of five forks. Two out of five. <laughs> okay. Because right. I think it was a decent recipe, but I would never make it again. <laughs> I'm going opposite. I, four out of five forks. James loved this. I really liked it. Um, I wouldn't make I mean, toast the peppercorns again, but I get your point. Like, I get your I point. Like, I'm not arguing against it. I'm not going to toast the peppercorns. Oh, my <laughs> God. For all our listeners, that was crazy. That was your line. You were like, I will make elaborate macaroni and cheese, but I will not toast the peppercorns. <laughs> that is the line in the sand. That oh my is my God. red line. Yeah, we were on opposite opposite sides of the fence on this one. Right, all right. Right. But that All just right. makes it for more interesting podcasts. Okay, let's move on because I feel like, yeah. you know, we need to move on. Yeah. What's the next one? So the next up, we have the teriyaki salmon bowls, 
from Williams-Sonoma Taste. And Kate, is this the same as the Williams-Sonoma store? They have a food, like a recipe they do. Section I think it's like part of their branding is like we're a food store, so here's some recipes. And so it mm-hmm. isn't as tightly curated their blog feed as as others. So sometimes mm-hmm. it's kind of random. They're like brownie recipe, bought by you know hand by whatever. Uh, I think it's based yeah. on what they're selling, which is fine. Um, yeah. But you know I you know you know because that's what I like to do. I enjoy sifting through recipes. So. I came across this one when I was poking around and I thought it might make a good candidate for kind of like shaking up the tried and true salmon for dinner, you know, plus it's a bowl, Mm -hmm. which is trendy. Yeah. And we're all about the trends here on the podcast. Right. I mean, with the Kakio Pepe, right? So this is just trends, trends, trends. (laughs) Anyway, um, so this recipe has you make a teriyaki sauce by reducing the soy sauce, brown sugar, and mirin, which is a rice wine, and sake. And then you brush Mm -hmm. that over the salmon before and after cooking. You also make a cucumber salad with more sake and sesame oil. And then finally, you grill up some zucchini and pineapple. And all that goes over white rice which, I mean, this sounds as crazy as pop toasting peppercorns, but I didn't find that to be as like, you know, it was a lot of moving parts, yeah. but I didn't think anything was particularly difficult. And the end result was delicious. Um, so how did it go for you, Betsy? Yeah. So there were a lot of moving parts in this. And I actually had a lot of help in the kitchen that night. Both Maida and Maggie, who are my six and four year olds, were like, I want to do something. So they were kind mm. of chopping little bits of pineapple and chopping oh, nice. the zucchini slices in half and stuff. So it was very busy. It felt like there were a lot of things going on. But it's delicious and has a fresh, healthy taste, which I loved. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't have a grill pan, so I just had the pineapple raw. We kind of cut yeah. it into bite-sized pieces. I made the zucchini and the salmon in my saute pan. Nice. and. We cut the, you kind of make cucumber ribbons. So I did that with yeah. my vegetable peeler. Yeah, that's what I did too. Yeah. And Maida said she would give this 1,000 stars. Oh. She's my kindergartner. And <laughs> they loved th- They loved this because this, oh, really? the, yeah, the pineapple with the salmon was so good. And the cucumber has kind of that vinegary taste, which yeah. is, which is good. And I also, I did do store-bought teriyaki okay. for this because I had some and I just thought, that could be a quick shortcut for me here. I don't need to do all the, yeah. all this other making the sauce. Um, and also I didn't add the sake. I just, I didn't replace it. I just kind of left it out. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have any, I, I would confess the same thing. I did not use any sake in this recipe. I, I just didn't end up at the liquor store and you know, like how your week goes, you mean to go and get something and just like, ugh. yeah, I don't think yeah. the recipe suffered either. Because this was a big hit in our house, too. James loved the pineapple. Um, he doesn't care for zucchini. But the nice thing about this is you can just pick the things you like. He yes. ate almost all of the cucumber salad, which irritated me because then I had none left. And I love that. You know, just like you did. You know, if you want to pare this down so it's not so so labor intensive, use a store-bought teriyaki sauce, which is totally fine. Um, slice up the French po- fresh pineapple like you did and don't grill it. Mm-hmm. Or buy pineapple chunked up. You know, yeah, you Whole can Foods do that has too. It, like mm-hmm. constantly. Anyway, I would give this recipe, gosh, a high three almost. I, I, I kind of hesitate saying four out of five forks because I think the recipe itself is a little too involved. But again, you know, kind of like our last episode where we had the lime yes. beans, I love the concept yeah. of this recipe. And I think if you just 
maybe use some of our suggestions to trim some of the um, the time. And we'll put that in the show notes kind of as reminders. I think you can come away with a, a, a delicious kind of nice weeknight meal out of this. So I'm yeah. at high three, four out of five forks, ah, you know. I know. I'm with you on that because I thought the concept of the meal with the salmon, mm-hmm. the pineapple, the cucumber, the zucchini over the rice just felt so healthy and fresh and delicious. Yeah. But we did we did shortcut it on the teriyaki sauce. I did not grill the pineapple. Mm-hmm. And that took some of the work out um, yeah. for us. But still a really delicious result. So I gave this a four out of five forks. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So what's our next recipe? So for our final recipe, we have sweet potato tacos from Smitten Kitchen. Yeah. You were telling me, Kate, that this recipe was a bit of a reader request on that blog. Right. Right. So um, Smitten Kitchen is the blog, and then Deb Perlman is the author, and she has an Instagram, mm-hmm. and then Smitten Kitchen has an Instagram. And since I do nothing but scroll through Instagram all day, I follow both. And um, <laughs> so we're like, really, like, saying it out loud just sounds odd. Um, anyway, so she, on her personal Instagram, posts, like, some of the meals that she makes for her kids, and she's got two kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just posted this picture of, like, oh, look, we made this kind of sweet potato tacos, and it was really good, and... Yum. And then people like lost their minds and they're like, you need to make a recipe for this like right away, which I thought was a lot for a person who Mm -hmm. just wants to make some dinner. Um, I was like, just let this lady eat. (laughs) I know. She's so patient and just so nice to everyone, though. I don't know how she does it. Yeah. I mean, mean, she's she's nicer than us. Yeah. Let's be, yes. let's be honest. Yeah. Um, anyway, so she did come up with a recipe and then she posted it on her, her blog or her website, which was awesome because I was I was excited to try it because it looked delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, delightfully easy. With Were you one of pear. her harassers, Kate? I was not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. How dare you accuse me of that? No, I'm, I'm like, I mean, I don't know if this makes it better or worse. I'm more of a lurker on Instagram. <laughs> I was going to say, you weren't harassing, but yet you were excited to see the recipe posted. I know. <laughs> so anyways, we've been we be- we like, yeah. did you make this yet? Um, right. Great. So anyway, listeners, this lurker was yeah. delighted with the recipe. Um, yes. I thought it was pretty easy, easier than I thought. You just cube up a bunch of sweet potatoes and then you mm-hmm. toss them in the spices, roast them up. When you're doing that, heat up some refried black beans in the tortillas. I do refried beans in the microwave. I do tortillas on the stovetop because I think it's just tastier. It doesn't take mm-hmm. a heck of a lot of time. Um, when the sweet potatoes are done, make your tacos, you know, with some yeah. fixings. I used her pickled onions um, recipe mm-hmm. with some avocado and cilantro. I got to tell you, love these tacos. I think it's a great veggie option that hits like some really great notes for me. Um Okay, well, what did you think about the tacos? Yes, so I've been meaning to make sweet potato tacos for a while because I've seen them different places and it looks like it Mm. makes a great vegetarian dinner. So I was happy to see that you picked this and posted it because it gave me that push to actually do it instead of think about doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was great. So I loved it. And I think that the roasted sweet potatoes felt more filling and satisfying mm. than just like a rice mm-hmm. and beans. You know, it just kind of took it over the 
took it over the edge and the fixings too the reminder to put on like the avocado yes. the cilantro and the pickled onions things like that really make it make a difference so yeah. i loved it nice what's your what do you rate it five out of five because i will we will definitely make these for taco nights again oh yeah this is a make again and again recipe for me um, it, I actually brought this into work. I made some tacos and just took them with oh, me really? and they were delightful reheated. Cause I had like, mm-hmm. you know, the cold ingredients in a little dish. I can't, it will surprise you that I had get fussy with my lunches. So I had like mm-hmm. the cold ingredients in one <laughs> dish and then the hot stuff, I just reheated them and they were really good. Anyway, uh, five out of five forks, simple, but awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's our take on some weeknight staples. I had a clear winner, winner, the tacos. Uh, Betsy, what's your call? So I did love the tacos. I will make them again. But they did not surprise me as much as Mm. the salmon bowl because that was really a new flavor discovery for us. And the kids really loved the way the cucumbers peeled off. Uh It was just a fun dinner to make and to eat. So that one was just so surprising that I think that was Mm. my winner for the week. Oh, that's yeah. fun. Yeah, I like a, yeah. I like the idea of a meal that the kids can t- kind of participate in, too. That's fun. Yeah. Any of these recipes sound good? Well, make sure to check out our show notes and grocery list at www.dinnersisters.com. There you'll find links to all the recipes, any tips or techniques we discussed, as well as a link to our shopping list. All right. So this week's Smorgasbord has to do with an item that might actually show up on a smorgasbord, which is the pickle. I love a pickle. And what kind are we talking about today, Kate? Right. So this is possibly my favorite kind of all the pickles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is my favorite kind of pickle, um, which is kind of the quick pickle. Or sometimes you're like, Kate, really? You have favorite pickles? No, you know um, what's funny is I'm like, these smorgasbords are so nerdy. We're like, <laughs> you know what is del- <laughs> you know what is delightful? A pickle. And more than that, a quick pickle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you're listening, I'm sure they're enjoying the nerdy section of the smorgasbord. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so on with the quick pickles. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, <laughs> I think about pickles a lot and <laughs> I love the quick pickle. Um, and yeah. before we even get started, I want to mention that we'll have all the links for the smorgasbord that we're going to talk about on our website. So um, mm-hmm. we're going to go through a few pickle ideas. So we, I want to mention that um, Smitten Kitchen uh, as a possible condiment mm-hmm. for her tacos, which is mm-hmm. um, red onion, which is so delicious. So, and it's easy, yeah. right? All you have to do, slice up a red onion kind of thin and then put it in a jar and you cover it with a brine of salt, sugar, and water. You marinate it for 30 minutes. And these are great on tacos, on sandwiches, anywhere you'd like a bite of an onion. You know, I put them on salads, even on a topping of black bean soup. They're really, really good. Yes. So two things on these onions. One, I did a little survey of some of my friends and said, hey, do you guys quick pickle? What are your favorite quick pickles? And my friend Tara wrote back and said she makes a smitten kitchen onion quick pickles every week. So I think it's a popular one. And now I'm thinking, well, yes, I should have that in my fridge Mm -hmm. every week, too, because they do. They are very versatile and you can really use them on everything. So One thing that was kind of fun is that we did this episode and then I went and got a caprese salad from a little lunch spot by us across from the preschool and it had tomatoes, mozzarella, pesto, and pickled onion as sort of like a, 
yeah, because you know, a I feel thing. like ba- yeah, it's a little thing, and the basil it's not quite height of summer yet, so it felt right. like more of a wintry caprese salad, and it was delicious. And that's another kind of way to use the pickled onion, which I thought was so delicious and clever. Oh yeah, I love that idea. I love that mm-hmm. idea. And the next, the next quick pickle that I would like to suggest um, also mm-hmm. goes really well with cheese, you know, which the caprese salad has, and is another smitten kitchen one. And serious eats. So I've seen this on a couple pl- spots, which is the pickled grape. And it's been kicking around the internet for years. But in case you mm-hmm. mixed it, missed it, a pickled grape has this kind of balance of sweet tart. And they are amazing with cheese. They're so good. Have you actually, so you have actually made these. <laughs> yes, I've actually made them. They're good. Yeah. I don't, I was just, so I we keep coming back to these. <laughs> I am because... I will just need to try these. Like, right out of the gate, it does not sound appealing to me. And I've been thinking about this, like, why it might not sound that good. And I think it's because I like my pickled items to have, like, a firmer crunch to them, like a beet or an onion or a carrot. Um, you know? Okay. I mean, they don't... Right. They they don't get soft. Okay. You know? Okay. So, yeah. we'll have okay. to report back next episode... We'll ch- I'll try to convince you over the next, you know, week to, to pickle a grape. But or I do for think, instance, like, if anyone listening wants to pickle a grape and let us know how it goes, or if you've right, made maybe, these before. Maybe Betsy just needs more convincing. Yeah. Know? It's fine. Let us know yeah, if I you've mean, done this. You don't have to like everything. And grapes are obviously a point of contention for the two of us. Yeah. Right. Um, it's a theme. <laughs> it's a theme. All right. So let me, let's move on from the grapes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> into even more like I think left field which is the pickled prune I'll say, just hear me out right yeah you use a yeah. bunch of like warm spices like cinnamon think cardamom with orange peel and then you plump up the prunes and kind of a savory mm-hmm. brine I've never I haven't made these yet but I love mm-hmm. the idea um, because mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna make them and then save them for like grilled pork chops and chicken think of like you're not gonna Maybe yeah. with cheese, like a funkier cheese. You're not just going to eat these. I mean, you could eat them out of hand, but I think they'd be like a lot. But this is right. more like a condiment for, you know, just like, oh, some pickled prunes. That, whew. Yeah, I think, like, that'd think do a number in your pork, stomach. That'd be, wow. Um, but think yes. of that like kind of like vinegary tart, tart sweet yeah. with grilled ch- pork chops and grilled chicken. Um, I do love that. Yeah. Yeah. So Serious Eats has a great recipe. Um, Food 52 has a nice version as well. There's, I found even simpler ones than that that I wouldn't necessarily recommend. Uh, it mm-hmm. does call for some different spices, so it's a bit of a thing. Like, I wouldn't recommend it to people who are like, oh, I just want to make pickle prunes. you got to buy some stuff. But I think it'd be fun to make, and I might try that as a project soon. Yeah, and the thing I like about pickling projects is that they are they are fairly simple. Of all right. of the... You and I both can kind of get into the weeds of canning and preserving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's there are before. some... Yeah. We'll <laughs> yeah, talk about the marmalade. Us. We're moving on. I know. We're moving yeah. on. Yeah. Um, so we have done a lot of kind of complicated canning and preserving recipes. So pickling, I feel like if I just have to go get a few things and, you know, throw it in a jar and seal yeah. it up, mm-hmm. super easy and fun entryway into the whole canning preserving thing, right? Right. And I think if you're doing this and then having your own like quick pickled onions, quick pickled 
cucumbers, quick pickled carrots, or even radishes. I've made them with mm-hmm. water- watermelon radishes, the pink and the white ones. Oh, that's ones. pretty. Yeah. So pretty. And then you break this out. If you're having people over for drinks, a quick pickle like this makes you seem like you've got your stuff together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're yeah. like, oh, would you like some of my homemade quick pickle? Oh, these are really, and they're great with drinks. A little cheese. Yeah. A little cracker. Yeah. Yeah. They are. So I like the kitchen actually has um, a guide literally titled How to Quick Pickle Anything. And their premise is any hard veggie, you can pickle it. Think carrots, like I, like we said, radishes, mm-hmm. green beans, asparagus. Delicious. Yeah. You know, it reminds me, we haven't talked about this yet, but I did get some spicy quick pickled carrots Mm. on the side of some tacos this week too oh, gosh, and so it was a chorizo it was a chorizo and egg breakfast taco that had quick pickled spicy carrots that you kind of put oh, on gosh. there and it cut that rich chorizo it was so delicious so i am with you on yeah a quick pickle making everything better yeah really guys, make a quick pickle. Um, Yeah. So this is a good way to use up those odds and ends from the CSA or the farmer's market. And like you said, it's always fun to have a few secret weapons in the pantry. Mm -hmm. And pickled veggies are fun to have on hand for a brunch for Bloody Marys and cocktails. Yeah. Yeah. Fancy. It's fun. Fancy. Fancy at the smorgasbord. All right. Next week. What do we got? Coming up. I can hardly believe it, but it's our 10th episode. (gasps) I cannot believe it myself. The time has flown by, and so we are going to celebrate our 10th episode with a special menu of dinner party recipes. Which sounds so fun. I can't wait. Yes. Yeah. So that's what's for dinner. See you next time on The Dinner Sisters. We'll save a spot at the table for you. Would you like a little dinner in your inbox every week? Subscribe to our newsletter by going to our website at www.dinnersisters.com for show notes, grocery lists, and other fun stuff. Got some dinner ideas? Shoot us an email at dinnersisterspodcast at gmail.com. Lastly, as per usual, if you like what you're hearing, please review and subscribe. That's how people get to know us. Thanks and happy eating.